Hey, Tim. Hello, Dan. How you going? I'm doing very well. That's Thank good. you, except my phone's ringing. Oh, no. Do you need to answer that? Nah, it's fine. Okay. I got a joke for you. I'll call it back. I got a joke for you. Okay, hit me up. Why do seagulls fly over the sea? Not sure. Because if they flew over the bay, they'd be bagels. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shout out to Simon. Simon. Thanks for sending in the joke, Simon. It was great. I love the joke and I love bagels <laughs> as well. <laughs> All right. Oh, no. Hi, this is Tim. <laughs> this is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, Hello, my name is Tim. And my name is Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Was that on purpose? It was on purpose. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I always missed it too. <laughs> I was just going to see what, what what you did. How you reacted? Look, to Dan, the wrong name being read. We could have new listeners lis- listeners listening to this episode. Yeah, and by and now they're they've think, switched I'm off. Dan, your team. <laughs> Our voices are the same anyway. I'm sure no one can tell. No one can who tell. we are. No one can tell. Uh, yeah. My name is Dan. Hello, Dan. Hey. How are you? My name is Tim. Yep. Shout out to Simon again for sending in our earlier joke. Simon, we've taken note of your topic suggestion, by the way, mm. and we're going to do it. But we're actually going to combine this with a guest we're going to get on eventually yeah. soon anyway. So, uh, stay tuned for that because your topic will come up. Yeah, definitely. No, and, and for any other listeners out there, it's a great idea. Send in a joke. Yep. And also a topic suggestion. Something yes. that is near and dear to you. We can go through it. Um, and... Another exciting announcement, Dan. Maybe we should save it for the Tim and Dan low. No. No? I've got... Let's just do it now. Announcement. Yeah. Announcement. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Announcement. Uh, we have a... Group. Group. A we Facebook have, community group. group. Are the people in our group groupies? They're groupies. They're gr- well, groupies it's been now. suggested in the group that this is potentially a cult. Yeah, it has been suggested <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> they asked us the bubble wrap. And the, Zoltan. And undies were yeah. in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're upgrading from podcast to cult, which yep. is pretty exciting. Yep. So drink the Kool Aid, jump onto uh, Facebook. You can find us there and join our community. What we're going to be doing is posting some cool behind the scenes stuff, uh, mm. engaging in just conversation with everybody. If you've got a follow up question, you just post it on there. Yeah, true. Uh, if, even if you just have a question about your small business, a software you're using, just throw it out to the group. See what they say. There's lots of people eventually in there and and a lot of experience, including us. So Even a funny meme. A funny meme is good. <laughs> <laughs> I like saying it wrong. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm super stoked with the response we've had. Yeah. We've had a ton of people jump in already. Yep. Um, there is a couple of questions you have to answer. When you apply to join the group. Yeah. Which are very serious. I forgot about that. Has anyone actually answered these? (laughs) (laughs) Did I make these a requirement or did I just put them on there after check? They may be a little tongue in cheek, but essentially all you have to do is jump on Facebook, search two drunk accountants and the group will pop up. Yeah. It's a private group. You can join. You can request to join. We'll let you in and then post and say hello or go and comment and like some stuff. Yep. Absolutely. Get on board. Uh, we're looking forward to, to continuing to talk to everybody. So, That's definitely cool. do that. Tim, mm. what is, is the Tim, Tim and Dan? How was your week? 
Very good, Dan. I've got to say, I am playing some good ping pong. Right yeah, now. let's let's I'm let's reintroduce good. an old <laughs> old topic: the pong, pong date. date. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. We're back in form. Uh, I want to say that you've been playing very well. You've been playing very well. Um, Thank you. Thank you. It's you, been quality matches. They've been around, very good been matches. Some good shots. Yeah, I, I think. I think I've said this before on the podcast, but the real winner is ping pong. The real winner is definitely ping pong and the game of ping pong. Yeah, and the community of ping pong and the community of ping pong. So. Mm. Um, yeah, no, you've been playing really well. You've been very good on attacking. Your top spin in particular spin. has been very good. We put a little extra, a yeah. little extra heat on there. You've been putting some extra heat. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I, I, even though I've been defending well, it has mm. been hard to, mm. to get some of those back. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to mess you up with, with changing the spin on it. Yes. Um, yes. Or occasionally I'll be sick of it and just try and enter a top spin rally <laughs> with you and just see what happens. It's, it's like playing uh, it's, it's Russian roulette it when you get to that point. You just, yeah. Eventually the top spin will multiply too much <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and someone's someone will gonna, mess up. Someone's going to win it. Yeah, no, it's been good. I'm yeah. loving the pong. Yeah. So, yeah. That, that's a good Tim another, and Dan Another Tim and Dan low though. Another announcement. We are getting... Very close, Dan, to releasing this business sprint. We are, exactly. And that's, and that's also Super another exciting. reason why you should be joining our group. Yeah. Uh, because we will be announcing things like that in that mm. group. So, yeah. if you want the opportunity to jump on that early, um, yeah. definitely go join that group or, or send us a message. We'll probably even offer it like... Because it's the first group we'll ever do, but be like a super discounted price yep. to get people in, get some feedback. It'll be a beta group. So, yeah, not exactly. an alpha group, a beta group. No. So. Yeah, Exactly. So, yeah, I'm so looking forward to that. Keen. Uh, jump on board. Tim, mm. my week has been pretty good. It yeah, rained you, a lot. Mm, oh, my God. It rained a lot. So uh, bad. I really enjoyed it. But do you know what, I, do you know what weirds me out? Mm. Today's so sunny. It's beautiful out there. It's, it's so sunny. It's like, some, like the world just, yeah. was, it was done. Well, last night, it, it was, I don't know if you stepped outside before it got dark, but it was blue sky yeah. at the end of yesterday. Crazy. So crazy. So, yeah, no. Keen, keen to get out in the sun. Yeah. I feel like I haven't, my, my skin hasn't been embraced by the sun yeah. for like a week. So, I, 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 took is, a, I took the opportunity over the weekend, though, to enjoy some inside activities. Oh, good. Uh, I did some puzzle. Beautiful. Uh, I was in Sydney, actually, all weekend because Kat was doing a course in the city. And nice. so, we stayed at... Uh, yes, that's right. Yeah, my, yeah. my dad's place. Yep. And, uh, but I took the advantage to do one thing. Mm. I was in the city. I had nothing to do that day. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, what, what am I going to do? Like, I'm just wandering around. It's pouring with rain. Yep. Look up on my phone. For one day only, all three Lord of the Rings movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Redone in 4K. Uh, for one day. At the cinema? At or? the cinema. Uh. <laughs> George Street. And you, you watched all three? You did no, all three. I didn't end up seeing all three. Uh. I was very tempted, though. I, you I, did one? I did one of them. Which one did you choose? Uh, so, the timing worked out the best to see okay. the second one. Okay. 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 So, I ended up having um, brunch with my younger brother and sister, my cool. stepmom in the city, awesome. and hang out with them. So, I didn't go see the first one. Okay. I recently watched that on DVD. So, yep. I was like, that's all right. I can miss mm. that one. Out of the three, I've probably seen the second one the least. Mm, okay. I tend to watch the first or the third. Yeah. <clears throat> it's nice to see the ending. Yeah, it's nice to see the ending and when the conclusion. All, when they're all laughing at each other. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Sam. Yeah, and then it's nice to see the first one because it's how it starts. You know, yeah. you get into it. So I, I see the second one not that often. So yeah. I thought that's actually good. I'll go cool. watch it. It was great. 
Really? Yeah, I, I sat there by myself. The, the one of the cinemas with the giant recliners oh. reclined all the way back. The cinema was only 4K half. 4K was good. 4K was great. Nice. Uh, you know, I had a chuck top. Yep. I was just living the dream. That's awesome. Outside, pouring with rain. Yeah. You could even hear it coming in the cinema, like and dripping wow. on some stuff, like it was leaking. Wow. Um, That's shocking. Yeah, it was absolutely pouring, but I missed a good three and a half hours of it because I was it. watching <laughs> the two That's towers. Such a, that's such a good thing to do. Were you like thinking to yourself, one ring to rule them all, <laughs> one ring to bind them, yeah. and in the 4K movie screen? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't. No, 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 I didn't think that at all. But that was my Tim and Dan though. I had a great time. That's awesome. Mm. Nice. I had nothing else to do. Well, my other thing, I'm going to talk about a movie as well. Mm. So, remind me. Okay. That. I will do. Cool. All right. Let's move on to the business update. But from what I understand, Tim, mm. you want to try and combine I'll, two segments I'll, here. I'll, I'll like so, let me just start off with sponsored by cats. <laughs> yes. Accountants. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, business update yeah. and tight ass tips sponsored by cats accountants this week. Yep. They get two segments mm-hmm. down there. Um, Service New South Wales app. Get on it. The vouchers. The vouchers. Yeah. If you're in hospitality, if you have a business in hospitality, yeah. you've known about this for months because mm-hmm. you would have registered to accept these vouchers. Yep. What you should be doing right now, and this is the business update. I'll get onto the tight ass tip next. Mm-hmm. As a business update. Advertise it. Yeah. I've already received a couple of emails uh, from restaurants mm. to their database saying, hey, did you know these vouchers are out? You can get $25 off your dinner. Mm. So, why don't you come and use it? Brilliant. How good is that? So, if you're organized right now, you've registered to accept the vouchers, Mm -hmm. get out there and and tell the world. Put it on Facebook. I haven't seen too many people advertising it. Put a thing in the window. We accept the voucher. (coughs) Pardon me. Yeah, so... You'd be silly not to. You'd definitely be silly not to. Free money. Yep. $25 per um, diner. Per diner. Maybe you can even make up a special dine and discover voucher dinner. Yeah. Worth $50, which means they get $25 off it. Yep. And you get like a banquet. Brilliant. How good would that be? Wine with, love a, that. with a glass of wine. I'd love that. How good would that be? So um, keep your eyes peeled for that opportunity if you're in hospitality as a business owner. Yep. Now I'm assuming I know where this is going for Tidus Tip. Yes. So, use the Dine and Discover voucher. <laughs> have, you, have you done it yet? I, no. I, I started the process on the weekend. It's, it's super easy. So, you go into your Service New South Wales app. Uh, there's you got to submit a link license a photo or something. Ah, uh, do you? Yeah. What if your license is already in the app? Yeah, I thought so, that too. But That's annoying. So, I went into the app. So, I'm going to do it live right now in air. Yeah, I'm in the app. I'm going to click vouchers. Yeah. Click vouchers, which is like the second button down. On your second button there. down. Right now, it actually says, watch this space. Really? Because mine says... On the weekend, it worked though. Get started. And then you check your address. And then you do an address search, which I won't read out my address on air. But I will plug it in here. Number eight. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there it is. Uh, my address is eligible. So I'm going to then click apply online. And it's taken me to another page. Yeah, which you then have to fill in a form. To verify my Verify your identity and your address. So, there is a little bit of a process, a little bit of friction. Yep. However. Cool. So, you have to check your license. It is worth 25 bucks. Actually, it's it's more than that because- You get two. You get an entertainment voucher and you get a meal voucher. Uh, Are they specific? And I think it's actually 50 bucks each, but there's two- 
Two vouchers for entertainment, two vouchers for meals. Brilliant. See, you get $100 worth of vouchers. Go do it. You'd Honestly. Be, you'd be an idiot <laughs> <laughs> for not doing it. In two months, I'm going to come back and be like, Dan, did you use your diamond discover? <laughs> no. <laughs> In that case, Tim, I give you permission to call me an idiot. I will. I yeah. will call you an idiot yeah. if you don't use it I appreciate that I'll be personally offended <laughs> if only you could also transfer these vouchers that'd be mm, nice that'd be cool I'll give you 20 bucks for your voucher Dan <laughs> 20 bucks cash yeah I might take it I'm trying bad. to buy a house <laughs> <laughs> you can't buy a house with those food stamps can you <laughs> exactly alright well that's a good one love it thanks Dan alright let's move on to the main topic <sighs> we are flying through it today Dan we are it's been 12 minutes oh my god I'm going to have to just end this main topic soon and then just, just talk for about 20 minutes. <laughs> just to, What will we talk about? Just, I don't know, stuff. <laughs> uh, today's main topic is going to be the full asset write-off slash instant asset write-off slash yeah. uh, temporary full expensing. Yeah, so I think we could just title today's episodes. What, what are the current depreciation rules? Yeah, or... Um, can I claim my purchases on my tax? What can, I, what can I write off in depreciation? Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Along it's those a, lines. It's basically depreciation because it's changed a lot. And most accounts would probably know. Most accounts would know it's changed a lot. Yep. Um, and they would be aware that there's currently full expensing. There's also a $150,000 instant asset write-off. Pointless. Yeah. And, and they're probably thinking, well, you know. What's the go there? Yeah. So, uh, we decided to just delve into it a bit deeper and try to explain it a bit. We're going to delve in. We're going to delve in. Yeah, because it's one of those things like you can actually be using it now, but it won't affect your tax until you lodge it next year. Mm-hmm. So, I can definitely understand how a few people have just pushed that into future. Yeah. Future me's problem. So, over the years, the ATO, and we've spoken about this when we do the budget update episodes for the past couple of years. Every year, the ATO make either a slight change to the immediate asset write-off or they just extend it a year. And it, there's always uncertainty about what's going to happen to that next year. Yep. So, to, just to give a recap, and we've spoken about this on the podcast before, if you're a small business entity, generally, you can immediately write off the purchase of an asset up to a certain amount. Yep. That asset needs to be, and depends what year, but it might be 20 grand, it might be 10 grand, it might be... 25 grand. Yeah. There's all sorts of numbers depending on the year that you purchased it. But yeah. starting from the 1st of July, 2019, let's start in the 2020 financial year because some people still might be lodging tax returns for that year. That's true. Yep. So starting in that year, essentially what it was, uh, it actually started, <laughs> which is so annoying, the 2nd of April, 2019. 2019, yeah. So it affected the 2019 financial year. Yeah. So well. starting then, uh, you could immediately write off any asset you purchase up to $30,000. Yeah. So, if you bought a car for $25,000, bought a piece of equipment or machinery for $29,000, excluding GST, mm-hmm. then you could you could write that off instantly. And what does that mean, Dan, for your tax? Essentially, that means it's going to reduce your income by that amount. And yep. therefore, the tax applied to your total income will be less because you have less income. So, yeah. if if your tax rate is just, let's say, 30% to make yeah. it easy to calculate uh, and you have a $30,000 deduction, that does not mean you're getting $30,000 less tax. Nope. It means 30000 times 30%. Yes. That's how much you'll save in tax. Yeah, but if, nine grand. If you were owing tax Correct. in the first place. If you're owing tax in, in the first place. Now, yep. update to that. 
when we get to mm. the current financial years and the next financial year, um, we have a little bit of a thing to, to add to there. But but in the year that we're mm. currently speaking about, 2019, 2020, uh, yeah, if you had tax to pay in the first place, uh, this would allow you to pay less tax. Exactly. Yeah. And you'd get this deduction anyway, mm. but it would usually be over a number of years for the life of that asset. Yep. So that, that's, it, the, that's the key thing to explain, I yeah. think, to, to business owners. Um, this isn't an extra deduction. No. It's, it's just speeding it up. It's bringing it forward so you can claim it now. Correct. And get the tax benefit now. Yep. So, you're buying something for $30,000, which you may get eight or $9,000 of tax back on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. it's actually going to make it cheaper for you. Yeah, that's right. Rather than you would already have gotten that eight or nine back, but over maybe four years. Yeah. And how this might affect your cash flow might be that if you finance that vehicle over seven years and you buy it in this year and you get nine grand's tax back, mm. well, therefore, you've got an extra $9,000 this year because yep. you, you don't have to pay that current full. You're paying it off with a loan. So That's it. Yeah. That, that's, that's the idea around it. Nice. Now- after that financial year, after the end of 30 June 2019, we continued into what was just a blissfully unaware time, <laughs> and that was between July and roughly December, January uh, yeah. 2019 slash 2020. Yeah. Right yeah. before about, we knew a little word named COVID. About this time last year. Yeah. We're, we're in, the, in the midst of all that. Yeah. Yeah. So, on the 11th of March 2020... They decided to change the rules, mm-hmm. uh, and this was to. It was one of the stimulus packages announced. Part of the initial ones, I think, cash flow cash boost flow was boost. announced around yeah. the same time. Yeah, uh, and this was purely to accelerate some of that extra tax back or less mm. tax you'd have to pay to to give you more money in your bank account to help you pay your employees. Yeah. Uh, weather the storm, essentially. It was also trying to incentivize people to invest and spend in the economy. Yep, so that's right. To keep the economy moving. Correct. So. From the 12th of March, 2020 until 30 June, 2021. So, this isn't even over yet. Mm. But from that date, if you purchased an asset uh, up to $150,000, as long as that asset was purchased by 31 December, 2020, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, really, it's just up to 31 December, 2020. That's a really strange one. Yeah. How they uh, put that. It's $150,000 instead of 30. Yeah. Which, which is a pretty significant increase. It is. Yeah. It is. It, I mean... Yeah. That is, if it's a commercial vehicle, that could be a truck or a tractor or earth mover. If, if you're a buying bus. A, a giant piece of manufacturing equipment that costs $100,000, then you know, you're getting 30 grand of tax back on that. That's could be, pretty good. Could be a small plane. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, so We should buy a plane. Yeah, we should. <laughs> uh, the other thing to mention here is we forgot to mention which businesses were eligible. These are businesses with aggregated turnover of less than $10 million for both of these. Yeah, so so most small businesses can access this. Correct. Now, mm. aggregated turnover, that is usually a definition that some people might have a group of entities mm. or they might earn a significant amount of money individually yeah. and then the business also has income. Mm. Aggregated turnover is that entire group. It's the simplest way to explain it. That entire group's income. Yep. Uh, so, that means that if you've got five entities each earning uh, $3 million dollars, then your aggregated turnover is 15, yeah. not 10. Yeah, the only... And th- this could be a whole other episode, could Dan, be. almost. But 
um, or add it to the miscellaneous tax matters yeah. episode that we will do yep. one day. Um, but yeah, the only the only um, caveat to that is if you've got a trust with, say, a rental property in there, mm. that wouldn't be part of your aggregated turnover because unless you're in the business of renting out properties. Yeah. This so, it's aggregated business of, turnover. There's all sorts of weird rules around it. So. It's basically just so that you can't set up three different companies and fit all three under the $10 million exactly. turnover limit. Exactly. So... As it stands, that's still the current rule. But so, it's kind of been superseded. Yeah. But and let me also mention as well that not only any new asset you purchased here, um, new to your business, can be secondhand, uh, but if you have a pool value, if you have a, yeah. a small business pool and that value is less than 150 mm-hmm. or less than the 30 back, back in 2019, you can immediately write that whole yeah. balance off as well. So it's not just any one new asset. It can be your entire pool balance. If it's below that value, yeah. you can write it off as well. Yeah. So I just wanted to quickly mention that before yeah. Perfect. we move on to the superseded well, rules. I think that's really useful for the 2020 financial year. So if you have lodged your tax return and let's say you did owe a lot of tax, mm-hmm. but you didn't fully write off assets that you had in your books, Yep. You could look to go back and change that and amend that and get some tax back, potentially. Yep. So, that's that's one of the key... I think that's the only key thing that this 150 limit will allow. Because and then, on the 6th of October, 2020, they changed the rules again. <laughs> they announced further stimulus. Now, if you remember, that was budget night. Mm. That was that good was, old October budget. That's right. Which is, uh, there's going to be another budget in the next few months as well. Looking yeah, assuming they, they do it in, in um, May again. I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah. yeah, pretty sure they will be. So, what they announced on that date, Tim, was temporary full expensing. What is that? Yeah, so, so that is anything you spend on an asset can be written off. So, it's got a different name to the immediate write-off. Hmm. Um, and essentially, it just means... If you buy an asset for a million dollars, pending some uh, specific criterion, which we'll go through in a second, yep. you can just expense the whole lot. Yep. So, it's the same as the immediate write-off. It's just got a slightly different name and there's yeah. no limit. And so, the reason it's got a slightly different name is because the immediate write-off is all to do with small businesses. Mm. It's a small business, simple depreciation concession. Yep. The full temporary expensing is in almost every business <laughs> well, with some... With some minor uh, exclusions. Yeah. So, so the what's the highest turnover threshold, Dan, that you would basically not be able to access this? Yeah. So, I want everyone to jump in their zero file if they have a small business right now. <laughs> go to their profit and loss for the previous 12 months. Yeah. Now. Just check the turnover. You ch- go to the turnover figure. Go to your sales figure. Does that first number you see there, so let's just say it's a, it's a four, right? <laughs> does it have nine zeros after it? <laughs> Are you it in the billions? You probably don't need to worry about this. So, so basically, if your turnover is not five billion dollars or yeah. more, that's yeah. a. Let's just say that again: five billion dollars. Billion dollars. <laughs> then, then you qualify for this. You qualify for temporary full expensing. That's right. So basically, they're excluding. A, a couple of very, very big businesses. Maybe the banks. The banks, a few mining companies or something. Mining companies, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, most businesses qualify for this $5 billion. Yeah, definitely. But if they are up to that $5 billion, uh, so below $5 billion and above $50 million, it has to be a brand new 
eligible depreciating asset. Yeah. So it couldn't be a used asset. That's a key thing. Yeah. Because the government there is trying to incentivize bigger businesses to buy, upgrade and renew their equipment, uh, which is good for small business because then they can buy mm. used equipment. Correct. That was probably out of their reach. Yep. To purchase previously or wasn't available to purchase That's previously. That's right. So, any new asset, if your turnover is less than $5 billion, any second-hand asset, if your turnover is less than $50 million. Yeah. So, if your turnover is less than $50 million, you can fully expense any asset you buy yep. from the 6th of October, 2020 until the 30th of June, 2022. Okay. That's, uh, that is a year longer than the immediate... Tax so you can kind of see how like that supersedes the one hundred and fifty thousand. Yep, it kind of makes that pointless. It yeah. does indeed make that pointless because the turnover threshold is even higher for the full ex- temporary full expensing. Yeah, so I just did a quick Google search here, Tim, just around um, revenues of companies. Okay. Uh, CBA thirty billion. <laughs> so they right. don't make the cut. Oh, they don't make the cut. Poor CBA. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm just going to bring up another one here. Yeah. Uh, Rio Tinto. What's uh, their turnover? Uh, Let me have a guess. Is it more or less? I reckon it, I reckon it could be more. I'm right, bringing up their annual reports. No, it's less. 15. It's the 2020 annual report. They've got to wade through about 400 pages of nonsense before oh, you yeah. can actually get to a profit. That's loss. all the greenwashing. That's all the good things they're doing for the community and the in the environment. Yeah, yeah, they're doing fantastic things for the mm. environment, Tim. Get on them. Thank you very much. Definitely not exploiting any. Uh, no. Ancient cultural sites. They're not blowing up any sites. <laughs> <laughs> not this year. Not no, again. <laughs> they, 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 but it was legal. It was legal. Just mm. inappropriate. Highly inappropriate. Uh, okay, I think it's fifteen billion. No, really? This this got to be wrong. Because that's the number I said. That might have been profit. Anyway, keep going. and I, You keep talking about this. I'll come back when I finally get to there. Well, basically, that's it. So, let's just do a bit of a summary here. So, up to the 12th of March, 2020, the immediate write-off was $30,000. Yep. That very quickly became useless um, or irrelevant because they changed it on that date to be an immediate write-off. Redundant. Redundant. That's a good word. Mm. For a turnover of less than $10 million, you could write off anything up to $150,000. And that includes assets that you'd previously purchased. Yep. Um, But then they decided to make that redundant from the 6th of October, 2020, until the 30th of June, 2022. If you have a turnover of less than $5 billion, but more than $50 million, you can only fully expense assets... Uh, that are brand new. If you have a turnover of less than $50 million, then you can fully expense anything. Brand new assets, used assets, up to any limit. But keep in mind, I mean, if you buy an asset, you you obviously have to pay for that. Now, there is a caveat here. Don't go thinking you could purchase a building and write this off. Yeah, that's right. And and this applies to all of the caps we've spoken about, all of the the deductions we've spoken about. For all of the above, you could never write off the cost of a building or land. Um, and then there's also limits on motor vehicles. So, if you're buying a motor vehicle that's, say, a Tesla, yep. and it's worth $130,000, you still will only be able to depreciate the car limit, which sits around $60,000 yeah. at the moment. 
So there are some limits there. Yeah. It really is for machinery, commercial vehicles, um, trucks, buses, equipment that is heavy and expensive. Yeah, manufacturing really, equipment. Yeah, it's it's equipment and assets, not so much a car or a building. Not so much a car or building or building improvements. Yeah, and those those assets never are allowed to be an immediate nope. write off. Um, motor vehicles above the limit and capital works deductions like buildings yep. uh, at all. The other one there is software development pool, but no, not many people are using those. Yeah, not so. many people worrying about that one as much. Yeah. Uh, Rio Tinto, $44 billion there you in go. US dollars. Oh, holy moly. Mm. That's a lot. Mm. So, so, yeah, that's, that's the rundown on depreciation. That took, this is how complex it is. That took us 15 minutes to just run through the depreciation rules for the last two years and next year. And you can bet your bottom dollar that the government announces something new for depreciation. Something will happen. <laughs> in so, this budget as well. So, the other thing I want to mention, you might be thinking like, all right, well, yes, I bought this piece of equipment for $100,000. I'm a bigger business. And I bought this manufacturing piece of equipment. Yeah. I have, I have under the required amount of sales, uh, but my, my profit for the year was only $80,000. Mm. Um, if I immediately write off this $100,000, uh, I just make a loss. What, what, yeah. What's the point of that? You know, yeah. I just carry forward that loss to later years and I can apply it. Yeah, that is a good thing. You can do that. Yeah. But one of the other announcements was also the carry back rules, which yeah. means, and we'll go into this in a future episode Another because episode. you can't use it yet. Yeah. But essentially in 2020, 2021 and 2022, if you make a loss... You can create a tax offset against prior year's profits mm. and get tax back. Yeah. So, essentially, if you make a loss, you can actually get last year's tax you paid mm. back as a refund this year. Correct. Which is pretty cool. It's pretty amazing. Some countries, they can do that all the time. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. It was a thing in Australia. If, you've, if, you've, if you're thinking, well, oh, I thought we could always do this, but we did. We were able to do this for like one or two years, maybe mm. a decade ago. Yeah. Um, they're just bringing it back. They're bringing it back now because they realize there's probably going to be some companies that made a profit in 2020 and then make a huge loss in 2021. Yeah. So, they may have actually ended up paying tax in 2020 when things were spiraling out of control in the middle of COVID. Yeah. So, what they're saying, what the government's saying here is, we will give you more money back to help your business if you actually made a loss this year yeah. <laughs> and you'd normally make a profit. So, it's kind of a condition in itself kind of like JobKeeper where you had to prove your income had dropped yeah. well, in this instance your, your income actually has to have dropped your profit yeah. and then you can apply that against prior year's profits if you don't have prior year's mm. profits then you're not going to get anything the special thing you can do here is fully expense an asset yep so you may not actually be in real terms making a loss yep you've bought an asset probably on finance if it's a couple hundred grand. If it's a hundred grand, a couple hundred, it's probably going to last you 10 years or something it's, it's going to be depreciated a small amount each yep. year so, it's going to be really beneficial for your cash flow. So, keep that one in mind. Um, the other thing I was going to say, Dan, for your reporting, be really careful with your reporting here. Mm -hmm. So, if you're fully expensing an asset that is two or $300,000, you don't want to be putting that on as depreciation in your profit and loss on your financials. And this no. is probably for the accountants out there and anyone who's more savvy with their reporting. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a bit unfair to your profit if you're calculating that as an expense in one year. Yeah, let's say you're self-employed and you want to go get finance for a house yeah. and normally you make a lot of profit and then suddenly one year you've got a $100,000 loss. Yeah. That's not going to look great. So, right. 
accounting profits should always have accounting depreciations. So that's just at the normal rates that yeah. you'd, you'd apply. The taxable depreciation gets added back when we do the tax reconciliation part of your financial statements. For sure. And and that's a bit of a change because previously it's only been up to 20, 25 and 30. So, it wasn't that big so a deal. Really, you could yeah. probably still just do it in the accounting reports and mm. it keeps it simple for yep. small business. But but now I do think you, you're going to want to do accounting depreciation and tax depreciation Yep. so that your accounting profit is accurate for a bank to look at mm-hmm. and then your taxable income your taxable profit is accurate for your tax return. Absolutely. And, 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 you know, you might think, well, the banks will add it back. You know, they'll look through things and they'll just add it back because they're smart. They know that they're not. They're not. Unfortunately, if, you're, if, you're, if you work at a bank and you're listening, then you know that most bank people aren't very smart. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, uh, no. Then you know that more often than not, you're probably not the one processing they're this under information. The pump. They're yeah. under the pump. There's so many loan applications they at need the moment. To, just to see specific Make it things, simple. Make it simple. They can tick their box and your application moves on through. Don't give them any reason to put it in the too hard basket because we're finding that with self-employed people right now and yep. loans. So Correct. All right. Well, Tim, I think that brings us to the end of our topic here. I think so. Hey, Dan. Hey, Tim. I depreciate you. <laughs> Thank you. And the job you do on this podcast. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to take that. It's kind of a pun with like a, a nice ending. Yeah, but you're saying it's declining in value the longer that we're doing it. <laughs> you value it less every day. Well, you know, I used to every value day. it a lot and yeah. now I don't really need now you. Now less. <laughs> <laughs> I've written you off. Yeah, that's right. I always that's write you off. expense this year. Behind your back. <laughs> uh, Gross. Great, great hey, stuff. Dan, mm. do you have another thing? I do have another thing this week, right. Tim. Better not be uh, do puzzles and science, because <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was last year, last week. All of those things are good. Science puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> that was no, that was my puzzle of the solar system. Thanks, uh, Tim. <laughs> All right, mate. Periodic table. All right, mate. Look at me. I'm gonna. It was good. Puzzle of the periodic table. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my other thing this week was yes. uh, something that you've spoken about before, Tim. So, you're just going to jump on the back of... No, it's slightly what? different. Okay. Last Chance You. Ooh. Basketball. Right? Yes. I was going to tell you to watch this. I watched it. D- is it good? I haven't watched the very end yet. I'm, okay. like, I'm like, I think there's six episodes or something. I'm maybe five through. I started watching an episode and Jay was on the couch next to me. She was like, oh, this looks shit. Because I know you watched Last Chance You, the yeah. gridiron one. Have you watched all the seasons of that? Or just I have. One? Yeah, yeah, I have. It's awesome. So, I, I I knew I'd had the recommendation. Yeah. It came up. It said basketball. I, I like basketball. I and I was like, I should jump on this. So, on my Sunday. So, Saturday, I watched Lord of the Rings. Sunday, I sat on the couch while Kat was at her course. <laughs> worked for a while nice. and then did um, four and a half episodes of Last Chance U basketball. It's really good. I really like the format of Last Chance U. Yeah. Um, and it's probably only America that could do it because yeah. they've got so many different leagues and levels of college. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah and I'm, I'm not awesome. sure whether or not it's that similar to the um, Gridiron one or, or what, what the, what, how it goes because I haven't watched the other one yet. So, I'm interested to watch to see the comparison. But yeah. essentially, it's like a junior city college yeah. and there's this team yeah. who don't have a lot of money. Yeah. 
but know, they're actually perform really well. They're they're, yeah. they're trying to basically make it into a Division One yeah. college league. Yes, yeah. get a scholarship to a good uni. That's the kids. in which then yeah. they can be noticed that's to it. then become NBA players. That's that's it. that's that's it's kind of like literally what it says. It's their last chance spot. Yeah, some of them have just had crappy past, have yeah. done made mistakes or. Yeah. Um, didn't have their grades to get in somewhere exactly. else or, or things like that. It's often one of the biggest challenges for them in America because they need to actually attend school and yeah. pass the courses to be able to be picked up by other colleges. Yeah. So, yeah. And it is, it is interesting that, yeah, it, the college, how much the college system is an influence in the US. Like, oh, it's huge. Like, why... Like that's not really a thing in Australia. Like I'm sure people get picked up for sports through uni teams, but yeah. if I was going to be a professional AFL player, yeah. then I'm not trying to get a scholarship at UNSW for yeah. my AFL career. It's, that's, it doesn't happen. It's pretty mental because you play in feeder comps, yeah, and you just go play on the weekends in your local tournaments and play well and try mm. out for whatever. In basketball, I think they're relatively lucky because it's one year of college they need to do before they can be drafted yeah and some of them avoid college somehow i'm not sure they go overseas right so you, you've got to be i think you've got to go to college or you've got mm, to play play in, in a comp overseas so a comp overseas or even i don't know how they make the g league but that's like right. the, the it's like the reserves yep. league so you've got to have to gone NBA. and played in a different league or go yep. to college yeah so a lot of them have started degrees at college, like mm. the superstars, and yeah. they talk about going back and finishing them one day. Yeah. Which is interesting. And other ones are like, nah, I'll never finish that. Yeah. Whereas the NFL, they literally have to finish I think it's I think they have to do the full four years, oh, at really? least three, of a degree before they can be drafted. Really? Into the NFL. Yep. Is there any other way to get drafted in the NFL? Like surely I you can just go is. straight from like high Maybe school. Maybe again from no no, because even um, Australian kickers that go over to the States, their main draw card is that they can get a scholarship to attend a big university or a big college in America for free. Right. So, they don't have to pay for the study. Yeah. But they don't get paid to play as yeah, well. Yeah, right. So, they're all doing it super hard because they're studying half the time in classes. Mm. And then the other half the time, they've got full-on commitments for the sport because it's basically a professional sport at that level, but yeah. they don't get paid. Yeah. That's so crazy. crazy. And they're coming from backgrounds that are really difficult. They don't, they're not coming from a lot of money. Mm. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. And the colleges obviously make a ton of money. They, ton they must make so much money off this system. Like, yep. just think, uh, I don't know how many of the colleges would have both yep. a massive basketball team and a massive um, Heaps. football team Heaps. but there'd be a couple and, and there's like they're essentially like proper leagues like oh, they're yeah. Yeah. the college league like the junior college ones are a bit different they're just like local and yeah. kind of yeah. I don't know if it's like they're not a, on TV football one, but yeah. That way. yeah whereas the the, um, the college the ones one colleges they draw massive crowds they're on TV, and yeah. on TV they get crowds of over 90,000 people that's more than the NRL well, much more more than AFL yeah for a lot of games mm. so yeah, no, it's it's fascinating stuff. They uh, they make a lot of money and it funds all their other sports and college programs, but they don't pay the athletes. Nah. <laughs> so hectic. What are what are uh, American football players paid like? Are they paid very well? They're paid very well. Because I know the basketball players are paid very well. Pat Mahomes, he just signed. I think he signed a five year deal. Like Pat Mahomes is yeah, like is a superstar. Yeah, I think it was five hundred million. Or something? 
A lot. Yeesh. A lot. That must be for a long time. Kickers earn a couple mil mm. and kickers might do five kicks a game. Yeah. Um, the best kicker, I think, earns like 20 mil or something like that. This is US dollars as well. Yeah. So, it's big money. If they can make it, it's big money. Crazy. Anyway, last chance you. Basketball. It's a good one. I like it. I'm going to watch that. Mm. Gonna, all right. Well, actually, my thing was actually the movie Nomadland. Mm. I went to Avoca Beach Theatre. I like Avoca Beach Theatre. It's cool. And I watched it. It's like an art house film. Recommend it, Dan. Yeah, nice. Recommend it. But now you're talking about that. I'm going to talk about the AFL documentary. Is this on Stan? Yeah. I was going to watch that. Is it any good? What's it called? Oh, what's it called? Um, it's really good. I yeah. like it. And and what's more interesting is obviously it's a season affected by COVID. Mm. So, it's kind of good flashbacks to when all the lockdown was happening. Yeah. There's lots of like footage of Melbourne just completely ghost town. Mm. Um, and the players reacting to dif- different announcements around lockdowns and things mm. like that. Going into hubs. So, um, yeah, I recommend it. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, Amazon, that was it. I forget the name. I don't remember it either, but I remember seeing the ad and going, oh, that actually doesn't look too bad. I'm a fan of the sports documentaries lately. Even I'm not a fan of the sports, the sports documentaries I'm into. Yeah. I'm just going to look up uh, what it's called here. But yeah, it's only, I wish it followed. um, It's funny, the, the AFL seems to be getting a lot of traction overseas at the moment even in some of the like basketball podcasts and things I might listen to. Really? They they bring it up. Well, well um, it's because of that COVID period though because yeah. it was the only sport, only sport that was, that was being played. On. Yeah. Actually, on a podcast I listened to about, um, I've listened to a couple episodes about Top Shots, the, um, yeah, nice, the yeah. NFT stuff that I spoke yep. about last week. Yep. Um, they had an AFL player on it. What? Who's like a collector from Australia and they was like, oh, he's a professional athlete in Australia. Which one? He plays Australian football. Do you know? Do you know which one it was? Uh, he played for. Um, I want to say he played for Melbourne. Mm, interesting. interesting. It, was, it wasn't. It wasn't a um, an Essendon guy. Okay. Because if it was, I would have told you straight away. Yeah, yeah. But oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Well, um, it's called making their mark. Making their mark. That's making a good. That's a good pun. Yeah, it is. So, check it out. Um, I'm only about halfway through, but I'm really enjoying it. It's just behind the scenes footage of what life was like in the hubs. Yeah. And um, and what life is like as a professional AFL player. It's cool. Which is very cool. All right. Well, that about does it for this week. If you want to get in touch, join the community. Yeah. Join the Facebook community. Join the revolution. <laughs> Become one of us. One of us. One of us. Zoltan. <laughs> Zoltan. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Follow us Instagram, Facebook, at Two Drunk Accountants. Shoot us an email, twodrunkpodcast at gmail.com. Find our group, select join. We will admit you. Yeah, we will. Looking forward to chat. All right. We will calculate it. Enjoy your breeder.